RadioInfluence.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Forking Around Town podcast. This is your host, Tracy. And today we're going to talk about what it means to be fly. (laughs) And by fly, I mean first loving yourself. So as January is now coming to an end, I I was actually encouraged by a lot of my, not only listeners to my podcast, but also a lot of my followers on social media that have been really watching my, you know, my fitness journey over the last, um, gosh, it's almost five months now. And I had a lot of people reach out to me privately and say, you know, I have to say I'm struggling with a lot of things and I would like to talk to you. And over the last two weeks, I've had several phone conversations with people who really wanted, you know, they needed help. They needed guidance. They were trying to kind of break some of their bad habits, but were struggling because they they couldn't stay committed. And they felt that they were wondering what magic pill I was taking in order to stay so on focus. And so I wanted to really talk about that today and also you know, January for many is, was known as dry January. I know so many people that they say, okay, I'm not drinking in January. And then, well, at least in Tampa up until Gasparilla, which is um, this, this Saturday, January 28th. So if you're not familiar, Gasparilla, um, you'll have to really Google it to find all of the history on it. But it's a big parade that takes place in Tampa. And basically, People dressed as pirates, they they try to kidnap the mayor and get the key to the city. And I'm not really super familiar with all of the background on it because I'm not from Tampa. And I've never really gone to the event that much. I, I had for about 11 years, I had a wonderful opportunity in which I bartended in a private tent. And it was awesome because I would make $1,000 in that day. And because it was a private tent, it was a much older crowd. Everyone was very mellow and sophisticated. I got to see the parade, all the different floats and everyone dressed as pirates, but I wasn't in the middle of all the chaos, which it can, you know, end up being very chaotic during this day. But, you know, for a lot of people, it's just a day of having fun, partying, drinking, and just, you know, dressing and talking like a pirate. So a lot of people in Tampa, they take the month of January and they abstain from alcohol up until Gasparilla and then they really go at it. But, you know, for some, they they stick to their month and then they go back to, you know, the way things were before. And I've had a few people that have been, you know, on this journey for dry January. In fact, I was at an event the other night and I met up with a local influencer here in Tampa and a couple of times, you know, she had reached out to me and said, you know, I've been watching your, your, your journey. What are you doing? I, I want to share like some stuff with you that I'm doing and vice versa. And her and I were at a, a Gasparilla party and we were, and actually her, her male friend who was with her, the three of us were probably the only three that were not drinking in this crowd. And we kind of laughed and joked, but you know what? We had a great time and I'm one of those people I have no problem being around people that are drinking. It does not phase me to say the least. My willpower has gotten so incredibly strong over the last five months that um, I kept saying to myself, I'm going to go four or five months. I want to get to my goal weight and then I'll reintroduce drinking back into my life. And I have to say at this point, I don't think I'm in a big hurry to ever have another drink. So what I wanted to talk to is a little bit about that because I do have some people that are going through struggles and 
the one thing that makes me the most happy is knowing that I can help somebody. To me, that is a definition of being an influencer. And when I first got into, like I said, you could call it what you want, blogger, influencer, social media person, however you want to call it. The reason that I got into it was because I really enjoyed sharing my love of restaurants in, in Tampa Bay. And um, I think I've, I've mentioned this before and I won't get into the whole long story, but in 2010, I had been living in Tampa for about seven years. I called it the seven year itch. I was struggling. I was still very homesick for California. And I tried to find a way that I could fall in love with Florida. So I started a blog. It was called My Other City by the Bay. And my tagline was a California girl's quest to fall in love with Florida. I had no idea that it was going to lead me down this incredible road of meeting so many people and being introduced to so many local chefs and events. It was really like a dream come true, but I never did it for anything other than I just enjoyed taking pictures of food and sharing all of my delicious findings with anybody. And every single time I would have someone say, Tracy, because of you, I went to this restaurant. It just made my heart so incredibly happy. And, you know, I've always loved photography. I remember back when I was in high school and I had photography as an elective. It was an addiction for me. My mom used to get so mad. She'd be, you know, coming to pick me up from school. And I'd, you know, cause this is before cell phones. I'd run out to the car and say, mom, like, give me just a few more minutes in the dark room. Cause I was just, I could spend hours and hours <laughs> back in the old days, developing pictures in the dark room. And I just, I loved it. And so for me, I think because I do have an appreciation of art, but I cannot draw, you guys would laugh if you saw anything I tried to do. Photography is the closest I'll ever get to really being able to capture what I love and share it with everybody without messing it up trying to paint something. So again, like I said, photography and, and food are just two of my biggest loves. And those are really what led me to, you know, start an Instagram account, sharing everything with my followers. So, you know, recently, like I said, I've had a lot of people reach out to me and I have really gone through an amazing growth process since I started on this journey um, at the very end of August. Um, August 29th was my first day. I had my my last hurrah on August 28th. I had, I think, a very fattening meal. I can't even remember what it was now. I had some wine and I knew I go tomorrow, I'm starting over. And I had no idea that I was going to absolutely fall in love with what I was doing. So I had to really, during this time, I've had so much time to think about my past. And I realized, and, and this is hard for me to say, I haven't really talked about it, but I realized that I had become very dependent on alcohol for, for a while. And there were little kind of, there was kind of like little bits of it in my life. Um, obviously before I moved to California, I worked, you know, at, I was a bartender for many years in California. It just was part of life. We would sit there, we drink during our shifts. I was always going out. When I moved to Tampa, um, I moved here with a guy that I met in California. He was a big drinker and that's all we did. It just seemed that was hang out, have people over drinking, going out. It was just always in my life. Then, you know, after having kids, becoming a single mom, I started turning to wine as kind of a, I don't know, it was just, it was my way of just dealing with all of my stress. And I didn't realize that I was in a little bit of a depression. It started with my move from California, being away from all of my family and friends. 
being in, well, and that's a whole, this is a whole other podcast topic, but being in in an abusive relationship with the person I moved here with, um, he was, you know, violent at times and he was emotionally abusive and then just feeling very lost, you know, knowing that I made a mistake by coming here. And I never, you know, I'm the master of never really dealing with things. I just try to hide them. And I don't know what it is. I'm very hard headed. It's like, okay, I'm upset about this, but I'm not going to think about it. I'm going to do everything I can to not face this issue. And the thing is, if you don't ever get to the root of a problem, it's never going to go away and it's going to keep resurfacing. It's like, you know, you get a cavity, you just let it go. You don't go to the dentist. What happens? It just, it gets deeper and deeper and deeper. And before you know it, you need a root canal or you have to have your tooth pulled or something. So that's kind of how I look at a lot of this. And over the last five months, I've done so much time just... I've spent so much time soul searching and really just thinking about my life and how I got to where I am today, all of my struggles and all the things that were making me truly not love myself. So first of all, um, and I have, you know, again, I've, I've mentioned this before to those of you that have listened, I really kind of started to struggle after the loss of my mom at the end of 2019. Now, before that, I was, you know, I will, I was a social drinker, you know, I still worked in hospitality. It was still a big part of my life. Every night after my shift, I was going out when I didn't have my kids, of course. Um, When I did have my kids, you know, at home, I didn't really go out much. I was just home with them. But all those nights when I didn't have them, that was the thing to do in Tampa. Go down to the local sports bar, hang out. And before you know it, you're, you know, you're feeling pretty good. And it just became a habit in my life. Now, right before my mom passed away, I was um, really involved with running. So I took a period off where I wasn't drinking at all. And when I lost my mom, I never, ever reached for a drink. I was very strong because at that time, um, she passed away at the end of October of 2019. And my whole goal was to go up until Thanksgiving. Well, I never reached for a drink until Thanksgiving. And then Thanksgiving came. I had a bunch of people. We were all together for a Friendsgiving. I had my first drink in like five months. And then guess what? It just became part of my life, you know? And then there was just a series of events that occurred. COVID. (laughs) My job of nine years just shut its doors. I was going through a very uncertain time in my life. Um, I was in a relationship that was incredibly toxic and I wasn't seeing it. And drinking was a big part of it. And during that time, I was in such a deep state of depression. The only way that I could cope with anything was to drink. Now, I'm probably making it sound a lot worse than it was. Um, No one would ever know. I really kind of hit it. But every single night, you know, think about it. During COVID, kids are home. They're not in school. As soon as my kids were in their rooms and in bed, what did I do? I'd reach for a glass of wine. Well, one glass would turn into three or four, and it just became a nightly habit. And as with anything in life, when you're doing something that's not healthy for you, it's going to start to take a toll on you. And it didn't help anything that I was going through. It just, it made me feel worse. It wasn't giving me the strength and the courage to really face what I was dealing with um, that was so deep rooted inside of me. And it just, it was not good. So I finally had enough when, let's see, was, you know, this summer is when it really kind of started to, to come to light. And the one thing that I can say to everybody, if you're struggling with anything, when you're ready, you're going to know that you're ready. If you 
try to just do something drastic for other people when you're not ready, it's not going to last. It might last a month or two months, but until your mind is ready and you're in that mindset, you're going to fail. And that was what kept happening to me. I would go through these patterns where I'd be like, okay, I got to check myself. I'm going to take care, you know, for a little bit. I'd, I'd last three, four months. I'd be right back into doing the same thing that I was doing. And I don't really know why this time was so different. I think I just finally hit that point where I said, you know what? I'm just done with this portion of the program. And because I've taken the time to really do some soul searching, I think that's made all the difference in the world. And I, I would not trade the way that I feel right now for anything. I wake up every single day. I feel amazing. I'm doing so good at my job. I am just every month we have these competitions. I'm winning every single month. I'm just at peace and I've been working on a lot of these issues. I'm taking them one step at a time and I'm starting to learn so much about myself. And the only regret that I have is why I didn't do this sooner. Now, there are a couple of people that have really helped me during this journey that have been so incredibly inspiring. Now, I'm probably going to mess up his name, but he is um, he's one of my biggest motivators on Instagram. His name is Bedros Kulian. And I'm going to spell his name because you really need to follow him. He is incredible. So um, his Instagram is basically his full first and last name. So it's B-E-D-R-O-S-K-E-U-I-L-I-A-N. So he is an entrepreneur and investor that he's involved with over a dozen, you know, industry leading brands. He founded the Fit Boot, sorry, Fit Body Bootcamp. Um, he's been listed in Inc. Magazine and Entrepreneur Magazine for several things. And he's also the author of one of the biggest sellers. It's called Man Up, How to Cut the BS and Dominate in Business and in Life. And I just remember one day, and, and I do, I'm a big believer that things are going to appear in your life when you most need it. And one day I was just scrolling on Instagram and one of his videos popped up. And I was very captivated. It was, um, it was a black and white video and he was just talking and immediately I was drawn to this person. I'm like, who is this guy? Like, he's so inspiring. And everything that he said really just captured my attention and I was hooked. And I have to say, like, one of the things I've learned from him is that working out is one of the greatest things that you can do for you because if you can get up in the morning, no matter how tired you are, you don't feel good, it's too cold outside, but if you get your ass to the gym and work out, then you can succeed at anything in life. And that has really been the main thing that I've been doing. There's times when I don't feel like working out. Over this past weekend, for three straight days, I had this just intense headache. I had this pain in my, and it sounds really weird, but in my eye socket, I couldn't figure out what it was. And I remember I was sitting on my couch and I was all dressed to go to the gym. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to sit here and relax. And then I just, I saw his face in my head and I thought, no, I'm going to go. And you know what? I went to the gym. And as soon as I was there for about five or 10 minutes into my workout, I started to feel better. And when I left, I felt like, you know what? I can get through anything. My headaches seriously disappeared and I felt better. And I think it's such an important thing to do in your life is that you really, really have to know what you want and you have to work hard for it because if you don't, it's just gonna pass you by. 
So definitely give him a follow if you have an opportunity. I promise you guys are going to be just, he's amazing. And he's one of my biggest sources of inspiration. But again, you know, I'm just a big believer and I've learned this. And I've learned this through all of my failures in life. You will know when the time is right. You're going to know when you're ready to do something. And I am always around to listen to anybody that ever wants to talk. I am incredibly touched when I get people send me, you know, a private message on Instagram and they just want someone to chat with. And I'm always available. Um, There's no judgment. I've been through so many things in my life. I could tell you stories. And if I can make a difference in just one person's life, then I feel that I am truly succeeding as an influencer. And this is exactly what I want to really get into the month of February and really just celebrate being fly, which is first loving yourself. It is so incredibly important and it's so basic, but it really is the root of all of your success. If you don't love yourself, then you're not going to love anything else in your life. It starts with you. And that is what you guys really need to focus on. Yeah, so for the month of February, I'm really excited to collaborate with a few different individuals that I find incredibly inspiring. And as I've mentioned before, one of my my newfound passions is discovering just the abundance of non-alcoholic spirits that are out there on the market. Now, have you ever been to you know, a party or an event and everyone's drinking. And that is kind of, I think, the hardest thing for a lot of people that fail when they try to like give up drinking, for example. They don't have that willpower. And so for me, it's a no-brainer. You know, I'm able to be around people. It doesn't bother me. I can sit there and sip on water or Diet Coke and everyone could be around me having incredible glasses of wine, which I'm not going to lie, I love wine. It's one of my favorite things. It goes great, especially with like a nice meal and everything. But like I said, it's it's out of my life right now. And I don't recommend many non-alcoholic wines on the market. They're just not the same. I've tried. I just until I find one that I like, I'm just staying like far away from them. I have found a couple of non-alcoholic beers. In fact, um, last year I was doing a dry January and I discovered Bud Zero. It tastes very very similar to a Mick Ultra in my eyes. Um, I do have to have it really, really cold, but this is what gets me through all these NFL games. And speaking of it, I I have to just say, (laughs) I'm so thankful that the Cowboys lost to the San Francisco 49ers. That was like the highlight of my weekend. And I, if you follow me on Instagram, I was a little savage with my little memes on the Cowboys, but I couldn't help it. It was just, um, I was, I was loving it just like Stephen A. Smith was, but anyway, I'll, I'll get off that. We need to get, (laughs) I, I, I can go off on the Cowboys all day, but, um, you know, with like Super Bowl coming up and everything, it's such a big day of eating and drinking. And if you're trying to do this, I highly recommend you find, you know, a suitable substitute that will get you through it. So Bud Zero, if you're, if you're holding a can of that, no one's going to notice, Um, It's not the same. I'm not going to lie, you know, but it's it's actually for me. I was never really a beer drinker. Um, I would enjoy Mick Ultra after like a lot of races and stuff. That's what they would serve. But it's great if you drink it super cold, pour it into a cold glass or just drink it out of the can. And it's a great alternative when you're with a lot of people that are drinking. Now, there are some fantastic non-alcoholic spirits. Um, Right now, the top of my list is Ritual Zero Proof. And, you know, my first drink of choice, especially when I moved to Tampa, was Captain Morgan. I would drink Captain Morgan and Diet Coke all the damn time. That was always in my glass. And I just, I love the taste of a spiced rum. 
And their Ritual Zero Proof, their rum is fantastic. I've actually tricked people when they've tried it and they had no idea that it was non-alcoholic. So I enjoy that over ice. I like to mix it sometimes with Diet Coke or I love Fever Tree has a light version of their ginger beer, which is, I love ginger beer. It's nice and spicy. I have a Moscow Mule cup at home. I make one of those and it's just, it's fun. I feel like I'm having a cocktail and it's just, it's enjoyable to me. It's made with like cloves and honey and orange. So you get all those flavors that you would find in a rum, but there's no alcohol. It's only got 10 calories per serving and I think two carbs. So it's definitely something you can enjoy if you're trying to watch calories and things like that. And there are so many spirits out there that are really just hitting the market. So now I will say this, they are pricey. Um, If you guys are familiar with the Real Housewives of New Jersey, um, Margaret Josephs, who you guys probably know her if, I don't know, I mean, you might not, but you know, she's been around for a while She's an entrepreneur and she recently came out with a line of non-alcoholic beverages because she's always she's always preached about it on the show about not drinking. And I actually went to order some last night and I was a little shocked, like for a four pack of cans, it's $20. So that's a little pricey. You're looking at, you know, $5 a can for something that doesn't have alcohol in it. But I'm going to I'm going to give them a try. Um, you know, why not? I mean, I spend $3 on a can of Celsius all the time. So why not try this? But anyways, guys, I just wanted to share that with you. And if any of you ever need someone to talk to, if you're looking for, you know, just ways to get started, whether it's giving up a certain food in your life, quitting smoking, there's so many things that we want to, you know, just get rid of. I would love to chat with you. You can always email me, Tracy at ForkingAroundTown.com, or you can send me a private message on Instagram at TracyForksAroundTown. And like I said, I'm here for you guys. It, it really makes me happy when I can, you know, speak to someone and help them through this because sometimes you just, you don't want to be public about any struggles that you're having and that's okay. And that's what I'm here for. I will share everything with you guys that I've been through because if I can help somebody, then it means the world to me. So do not forget a new episode drops every Friday on radioinfluence.com or wherever else you like to download and listen to your favorite podcasts. Have a great weekend, everybody, and be safe. Mm